Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. Today, I am interviewing a fellow business coach. Her name is Emily Castle. She is a soulful business and leadership coach for women entrepreneurs. She's a podcast host, international retreat leader, champion of women, and believer that your big, crazy dreams are totally possible. So if you haven't guessed yet, Emily and her message is right up my alley. She approaches business much in the same way that I do. She's a bit, quite a bit further along than I am. So I really, really loved talking to Emily today specifically about leading with your feminine energy. And regardless of if you're a woman entrepreneur or not, uh, it really doesn't matter. Feminine energy is about approaching things from the aligned perspective, the aligned way, the trusting your intuition, the, you know, balancing out the energy with the action. And Emily has a background in positive psychology, sustainability, and spirituality. And she's devoted to helping people grow, launch, and scale the businesses that their souls came here to create, uh, which I love talking to her about. We also went into a little bit of her personal manifestations as of late, and we kicked this interview you off with her telling the story of how she successfully and intentionally recently manifested her soulmate. And you guys know I am all about a good manifestation story. So Emily just brought so much to the podcast today, so much wisdom, so much um, tips for you guys. It's really, this is a really invaluable episode. She's got her own podcast. If you are interested in learning more from her, I will of course link that all below. So without further ado, here is my interview with business coach, Emily Castle. You're listening to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a mindset and marketing coach for modern entrepreneurs and business owners who know deep down that there's a better, smarter, and easier way to manifest the success they desire. On this podcast, we explore a very different approach to growing your business and income quickly, and it has nothing to do with hustling hard or discovering the perfect marketing strategy. By understanding the power of my thoughts and training myself to think in energetic alignment with the reality I desired, I went from nine to five teacher to six figure online business owner in less than two years. And if there's one thing I know to be true, it's that we're each vastly capable of creating hugely successful businesses that light us up and set us free. I'm here to share with you the knowledge and strategies needed to manifest the success you want. I truly believe you can become, create and achieve anything you desire. And it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. Hello, Emily. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for being here today. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to me chat with too. you. I can't wait. And um, for our listeners, this is the second time that we're starting. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about, you know, the joys of having an online business and the fact that sometimes technology is just uh, wants to, you know, give you a bit of a runaround, but that's okay. We're going with it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, so we are. Just thank you so much for uh, being here again. And uh, with that, I I wanted to ask you, so I've, I've given a little bit of an intro to our audience about who you are and all the incredible things that you're up to in your business, but maybe you could tell us in your own words, yeah, who you are and what it is that you do as an entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm Emily Castle. I'm a soulful business and leadership coach for women entrepreneurs, and I help women launch, grow, and scale the businesses that their souls came here to create in a way that is sustainable and soulful and strategic, and to do that through the lens of sisterhood as well. So that's what I'm up to, and I'm based in Charleston, South Carolina, and... Amazing. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> and how long have you been doing this for? 
Mm-hmm. I've been in business since 2014. So at the time of this recording about six years. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. Amazing. And um, <laughs> so maybe you could give us a little bit of a idea of what your business, I like to kind of paint a visual for the audience because Mm -hmm. I do have different types of entrepreneurs on the show, but, and I know people are always, I know that when I was getting started, I was always interested in kind of hearing about, you know, what it looked like to be running your own business, how it was that people were creating income for themselves. So what Mm -hmm. does it look like on the inside of your business? Um, You're running programs and masterminds and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I have three different programs that I run. Okay. Each is for a different type of, well, a different stage of entrepreneurship for women. Um, the first is called the Soulful Business Academy. So we have some calls for that throughout the month that are awesome. Um, I have a course sort of like portal for that where there's content that's pre-created for people. So that's kind of a little bit more hands-off for me at this point in time, which is awesome. Cause I really just get to serve those clients who are mm-hmm. in there, who are newbie business owners and who are just getting started or have an idea that they want to launch. And then I have my business alchemy circle program, which is sort of the mid-level experience for people who want to grow, who have an existing business or who want to take it to six figures or just want to create more consistency and, um, more structure and kind of who are needing that little up level bump to the next level of their growth, whatever that looks like for them and whatever's needed for them in that stage. And then I have my mastermind, which is the soulful leadership mastermind. And that is for women who are really at that six figure mark or beyond and want to scale and expand their business, who want to expand their capacity to be of service and deepen their mission in their work. So I guess on a day-to-day basis, that looks like um, me having usually Mondays and Fridays are more admin days for me where I'm meeting with my team or I'm creating content or creating just new things. I'm writing a book at the moment and getting started with that. So that's fun. Um, But really recently what my business has looked like on the back end is sort of clearing out a lot of space to be able to do and think more strategically now that my capacity is expanding right for how many clients I'm serving gotcha <laughs> so that's been that's been an interesting thing that's been happening lately for me this year um whereas you know before earlier on in my business I just didn't have as many clients coming in it was there were different challenges I would say and now part of that part of the challenge that I have or the opportunity that I have in front of me is like, how do I clear more space for the more creative stuff? Yeah. And exactly what I was going to ask was, so (laughs) you consider that like clearing space, like making room for more people in your business and the capacity to earn more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also like the capacity to reconnect with the deeper mission and vision of what I'm actually doing and why I think that can get really lost very easily if we're not intentional about reconnecting with it and anchoring into it. So I right now I'm very like, okay, how do I preserve this space to actually have the energy and mental clarity to bring in the ideas that truly feel alive and then delegate them. And that looks so different than the way that I'd been operating in my business. It's sort of like a one woman show with a virtual assistant for right. a long time. 
Um, so that has been a big shift for me and figuring out like, oh, well, what, what kind of support do I need now? You know, like I, at this other level, like what else, what right. else do I want? Also, I've been falling in love <laughs> and met Ooh. my like actual soulmate. So that's been taking up some time and energy, which I'm very grateful for, but right. having created that space in my business and that freedom allows me to be able to say, okay, great. Like I'll, you know spend some time over right. here and I have space for that. I'm not like, it doesn't mean that I'm not doing things or things aren't happening that need to get done because something's happening in my personal life. That's exciting. I yes. still have the, the flexibility to like, I've built the systems and the team and things so that that is relatively becoming a well-oiled machine. I think onboarding a new team is a little bit, um, it takes a, a couple lot. months to get it, <laughs> yeah. to get it like flowing the way that you would want it. But, but yeah, so that's kind of where I am at the moment. And my days look like taking a long walk in the mornings with my dog by the water and then coming back home and getting ready and sitting in front of my computer for right. a while, usually. And you know, very glamorous stuff, especially with 2020, <laughs> yeah. uh, COVID quarantines, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and yeah, I try to have like catch up calls with friends or family and spend some time with people in safe ways so that I'm not going crazy. Right. Yes. And <laughs> lots of self-care. But then again, recently I've been falling in love and that's been a beautiful little yeah. whirlwind of things. <laughs> so that's, you know, a lot of other things are kind of swept to the side or integrated into that time that I spend with him. So, so you've yeah. been intentionally <laughs> creating sustainability in your business so that you get to have yes. that balance. Because I know that, mm -hmm. I mean, at least for me, the first couple of years, especially the first year and a half, like there wasn't room in my life for anything other than right. trying to get my business <laughs> off the ground. Mm -hmm. Right. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's just like this ever evolving thing to build a business. I think so many people put so much, um, effort in the beginning or emphasis on creating income, which is of course the most important part, but it continues mm -hmm. like you're never done. It just keeps growing. It keeps evolving yeah. to suit what's it become important to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to yeah. suit what you're, what you're calling in and what you want to create and what your intention yes. is, right. It's like, I have been calling in my dream partner for years. Like I look right. back on old journals and things that I've saved and I'm like, oh, this has been a common thread and he's shown up and we've both shown up for each other. And that's so cool. And I know that you talk about manifestations yes. so that I think is very relevant. <laughs> well, I was here. like, should I ask her how she yeah. manifested him? Oh yeah, please do. <laughs> okay, please. please. Do. Cause I mean, we, uh, I mean, we're all about business, but manifestation mm -hmm. within business and it's all the same thing, right? If you can manifest a successful yep. business, you can manifest the love of your life. So especially if you mm -hmm. manifested him in the middle of 2020, I'd love to know what that oh, looked yeah. like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. It's been so magical. Um, so I guess, I mean, I had an Akashic record reading in February when my relationship at the time, I was living in Philadelphia. I was dating this guy. I felt like he was lovely, but just not really for mm -hmm. me. Like we weren't really for each other. Mm -hmm. Like we had fun together and like a lot of things did click, but there was still something missing. Mm -hmm. And so we, 
I sort of ended things with him at that time, but we were still living together. And then of course quarantine hit. So, and right. then I moved back to Charleston. So there was like a big mess in the middle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's important to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to share. Um, but yeah, so I had been traveling a bit. I was on tour. I did like a retreat tour um, in a bunch of different cities earlier this year at the beginning of this year, which was awesome. I'm so glad I did that by the way, because cool. I got some travel in at right. least yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to like sustain me. Um, but so I was in Arizona, I was staying at an Airbnb by myself. I had this Akashic record reading with one of my clients, actually, she does that. And she, she offered one to me. And so I said, yes, of course it was Valentine's day ish, like the week of Valentine's day. And I remember feeling like, okay, well, this relationship is falling apart. So I know that I'm ready. Like I've learned through this experience that I'm ready for certain things in my life, in a relationship, in a partner. I'm clearer on what I want now more than I was prior. And I'm going to write down some things that like yeah. I really would love. And this is obviously like the go-to practice. I think I've done this for everything in my whole life that I've ever created. It's just it's like, I just love to write down a vision and like uh -huh. connect with that. So I wrote down this list of like, just this, whatever came to mind. It was like, you know, this is what my ideal relationship I'm actually, I wrote on the top of the page. I just found this cause I ripped it out of a journal and put it in this little box that I have. <laughs> and I looked back at it recently and I was like, Oh my God, you're everything like objectively everything wow. that I wanted. This yeah. is wild. And I have multiple lists of that, like from the last year, uh -huh. um, that like, actually he does check everything off, which is cool because I think sometimes we can get caught up in a moment or a feeling and then yeah. the other things aren't really there. Yes. <laughs> which, so, so it's cool to see that and to kind of have a record of that, but yeah. So we, what am I saying? I wrote down this list um, and I wrote on the top dream man investing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I'm sitting, you know, like picture that I'm sitting in this, you know, Airbnb alone on Valentine's day. And I'm like writing this <laughs> list of like, okay, here's what would be ideal. And like, here are all the things. And I wrote down really specific things about like how we interact with each other and what becomes possible in our lives because we are together and how it feels to but like how we treat each other and how we interact and things that we do together and things we both love and how I feel and how I make him feel and like specific things, yes. but not just like a list of like, he needs to be tall, dark and handsome yeah. or something. <laughs> um, so I wrote that down and I remember that night also laying in bed and feeling really silly and, and being like, okay, I guess I'm going to like ask for this out loud. I think I had listened to something around that time about like saying it out loud and actually like placing your order with the universe and <laughs> yeah. speaking it and like the power in speaking it. And I'm like, oh, I'm always just writing things. I never speak it, but I'm like, how do I speak it? I'm alone right now. This is weird. Who would I, you know? So I'm laying in my bed in this Airbnb in, in Arizona and I'm like, okay, God, universe, angels, whatever is happening, like bring me my man. And this is what I want. <laughs> and I've written it down and I'm so clear and I'm ready and I'm willing to receive it. And thank you. And okay. So it is. Yeah. And 
wild because I just felt so silly doing that, but I did it. But you did and it. And I remember specifically like making myself say it aloud. And I think I probably whispered it weirdly in my bed <laughs> alone in the dark on Valentine's We've Day. all I'm been like, there. What is yeah. going on? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, so, I do things like this all the time. Is it weird? Yeah. <laughs> I get it right? though. <laughs> totally not weird. Not actually weird, but it I get feels it weird in the moment. Yeah, You're like, yeah. okay, if someone saw this right now, that would <laughs> That's be funny. exactly it. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I did that. And then I continued to make these choices and my Akashic record reading, by the way, she was like, this relationship is ending. It's a gentle ending. Um, your man is ready for you. That doesn't, his soul is ready for you, but that doesn't mean he's necessarily available at the moment. You will meet him when you move back to Charleston. Um, I'm seeing like May, sometime in the late spring that you're moving back and you'll probably meet him. There will be some people in between that'll be casual and you'll be like, yeah, this is okay. Um, but then you'll meet him and you will both just know, like you will both, he will recognize you when he sees you. Not that you've met each other before, but like there will be a recognition of like, this one is my person. <laughs> and then you will just know. And it's, wild to me I've listened back to the recording I found it the other day and we met in October but he ended his relationship which was like a nine-year relationship the week oh. I moved back to town there are just so many little synchronicities yeah. about how like the perfect divine timing that all of this has unfolded in and um yeah it just feels like we we look at each other every day and we're like I literally, I cannot believe that this is happening, but I'm so grateful. And like, oh my God, we found each other. He said to me, he's like, I feel like we're both aliens from like a different planet. We have the same humor and it's just so aligned and synchronistic and like perfect. And not everybody gets this. Maybe like 20 people in the world get this experience that we're having right now. And he is so amazing in every way, in ways that I didn't even know to ask for. And I feel like we, we both are just on this, we are so aligned with what we envision for our life. We feel like, you know, everything that we want is now even more possible and like easy to create together. Mm -hmm. And we, there are just so many things. I feel like both of our whole lives, everything has been preparing us to be like exactly who we need right now in the other person to like understand each other easily to communicate well to love each other well just all the things it's so special and I feel like for me you know as someone who's been very business oriented that this is something that now that this has clicked into my life, I'm like, oh, this is the other part of my purpose. Like right. business has been part of my purpose, but this also is like, I'm I'm also here to like love this man really well and vice versa and be supported in so many ways by his presence in my life. And I think that is like the coolest, coolest and thing. How <laughs> did you meet him? How did he find you? I met him on Hinge. Okay. So I met him on Hinge. I just mm -hmm. downloaded Hinge. Yep. I actually downloaded Hinge it. Hinge is a great site. Deleted yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I download I downloaded it, created a profile, got overwhelmed, like two days later, deleted it. Then <laughs> about a week and a half later, got back on and was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And then we connected. And I think when I saw he said when he saw me, he just was like, this one. Like <laughs> he knew, just like was predicted. And 
I felt, I think when I saw his picture, I literally thought that looks like a husband, <laughs> but like, why would you think that, you know, like it's just, there's no real reason that you would think that or feel yep. that way. But I just, I just felt that. Yeah. And then I was dating other people and he knew that I was dating other people. Um, and he was just like, I just knew that it was going to take you a little longer to know, but that I was meant to be like, just so clear for you. And I was going to be patient and wait. And as long as it took you, it didn't matter. And I was like, Oh my God, so sweet. <laughs> we actually, I had him record a podcast episode with me. That's coming out next Ooh, week okay, on my, good. on my podcast. Um, so I'm excited to share that with the world. And I'm sure that there will be others. Cause we were like, wait, we forgot to talk about this and this and this. Well, um, I'll definitely um, yeah. link your podcast <laughs> below for people that want to listen. Cause I love, I mean, I think that I love love so much. Well, don't we all? And like, especially if you're building, as you said, like your soul aligned business, it's all connected, you know, it's right. all tuning into and believing in what you want and allowing it mm -hmm. to come into your life when it's ready to. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this experience of meeting him in exactly the way that I have in exactly the timing and all of the little synchronicities and signs and things that have just been so present reminds me of the power of this work when it applies to whatever, right? It's like your business, your relationships, your health, your finances, your whatever other area of your life. Like it is so possible uh -huh. to actually create something with this one and only life that we know that we have in front of us that is purposeful and deep and meaningful and powerful and beautiful and and soul aligned and yes. fulfilling and freeing and in flow and all of these things, like it's so possible. And so this experience has really kind of like served as such a powerful reminder and like locked in the, like my trust yeah. in, yes. in my own vision, in my own co-creative power, in my own ability to create what I, what I dream of or what I can see in my mind's eye. Um, and I think that that's really powerful for me also in my business because it's so expansive to be feeling that way. And I'm like, well, now what do I want? You know, cause really anything, yes. and I see it with my clients all the time and I'm sure you do as well. It's like, if a woman has something in her heart, that's a deep desire that that's a vision that she wants to create, literally anything is possible. It's just a matter of like aligning the pieces a little bit, you know? Yes. And, and being willing to show up for the work that, mm -hmm. you know, yes. in between where you are and where you'd like to be. And that's kind of something I've really seen is like, I set mm -hmm. an intention and right now it really is in my personal life. And mm -hmm. I know that there's sometimes work or things for me to uncover or reframe mm -hmm. or let go of between where I am and where I want to be, but that's all part of the process. So I love what you're mm -hmm. saying about like, you just see now, you know, I mean, obviously you had before as well within your business, but see now like, mm -hmm just the, I just ask for it. And then I allow myself to align with it and it'll come in when it's ready to. And there's just so mm -hmm. much like, I don't know, there's so much beauty in that way of, especially when we're talking about manifestation. Um, mm -hmm. I'm all about helping people to intentionally align with what they want and call in money as quickly as possible. But there's also a lot of satisfaction in the allowing and in the mm -hmm. being in the flow and being okay with being in the flow, because that's all like the journey is all that there ever is anyways. 
Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. You're speaking such truth. And I say the same things all the time. (laughs) Like, yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) Especially, I love that you wove in this part of the willingness, because I think that's really, if I could boil it down to what I see with my clients and women entrepreneurs who are successful and who continue to grow and evolve and, and expand consistently. It's just the willingness, like truly it's like, okay, you have a vision and you have the intention, but then you're actually willing to like show up and meet what's being presented to you. What's being asked of you. You're willing to be malleable. You're willing to, um, let yourself die and be reborn in so many ways, right? Like continuously. And I think that's the beauty of a feminine approach is that it's so dynamic and it's so, it's not this like static finished results oriented only thing. It's like, we're all, it's all journey. So you better make it fulfilling and fun and beautiful and sustainable along the way. And that's where the magic happens, you know, truly. Like you can build- something and create a certain result and create, you know, a million dollar business. But if you're miserable and burnt out and depleted and unsatisfied and unfulfilled, and you have, you don't have love in your life and you feel everything is dry and brittle, yeah. you know, around yeah. you, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Why? Like, that's <laughs> not why we started, right? Yes. Like that's really, you didn't start a business. You might as well have a full-time job working for someone else and be at least have a consistent paycheck and like have everything else (laughs) like, okay. Right. Like it just, it's not what it's about. And yet I think we get so, so many people get so lost in all the stuff and all the (laughs) The marketing strategies and the hustle. Yeah. So that really leads us then into my next question for you, which is like, you really do approach business for both yourself and your clients from this place of feminine energy. And I definitely know what like my sort of definition of that is, but given like, it sounds like you're someone who's really honed in on that and really focused on that within your messaging. What Mm -hmm. does that mean? Or what does that actually look like if we're building our business and our wealth from a place of the feminine? Mm, Yeah, it's a great question. I like to think about this. So I like to think about the way that I approach things in my business and the way that I support my clients to do the same is think about the feminine first and then use the masculine qualities and energies within you to kind of come in and make it possible. So I think about the feminine as the worthwhile pieces. So the vision, the mission, the um, beauty, the journey, the fulfillment, the freedom, the flow, the, um, what else? Just like the inspiration, the creativity, the like why behind what you're doing. And I think that, you know, we can talk about that in so many different domains, but if we're sticking to business, that looks like, you know, the beauty, like feeling the beauty of what you're doing and being connected to why it matters and feeling of service and holding a higher vision for what's possible for yourself, for those you serve and for the world. And all of those, like, there are so many pieces to that. And and the way in which you show up in motion to that mission and that vision, the ritual that's there in the process, the way that you allow yourself to continue to be reborn and die (laughs) and evolve. Right. Um, 
I think there's so much, there's the, the changes, the, the uncertainty, the mystery, the void, the fertile void, the just so many, so many pieces to it. Um, but that's how I would define the feminine is sort of the, all the pieces that make it worthwhile. Right. And the way that I think about it is like, if there's a, a river, but the way I think about the balance and the harmony between the masculine and the feminine energies in a business is like, if you have a river and a riverbank, the riverbank being the masculine energy, the, and the structure that kind of holds and allows the flow to be directed and intentional in any way and create a result. Um, and the, and the river of course, then being the feminine, the ever changing, ever evolving steady stream of inspiration, of intuition, of, of soul, of purpose, of meaning of all of the things that without that riverbank in place, you would have a flood and it would be chaos and it would be destructive. <laughs> but when you have a riverbank in place, when you have the structures and the systems set up and you have things that allow for that flow to be directed where you would love it to go and where it's meant to go and, and that allows it to be of service, then, then you've got it all. Then you can think about, okay, what do I want to add here? What do I want to, like, how do I want to make this more beautiful and more fulfilling, but you've got it covered, right? You've got the basis covered and there's harmony in that ecosystem. And you just use so many good words. (laughs) mm, Yeah. Like I, I feel like, I feel like that's where, that's also where the magic happens, right? Is like when you actually have all those bases covered and you can think and feel into the deeper, the deeper stuff and then the higher level vision of where you want to go and what you want to do when you're not so caught up in the day-to-day BS and like minutia of all the things that have to happen when you're not overwhelmed anymore, then you can be clear and free to actually create what you're here to create because you can listen deeper and you can hear and you can trust and you can act on that because there's space for it. Yes. I love the way that you described all of that. It's sort of like the non-physical versus the physical, Mm -hmm. the non-physical being everything you just described on this podcast. I've often described it as alignment before action, like doing Mm -hmm. all the energy work first and then taking the necessary action from that place. Um, Mm -hmm. So how do you then balance, what does it look like on maybe more of like a tangible level? How do you balance the feminine and the masculine in your business? Mm, yeah, I would say, okay. So for me, I guess recently, this looks like really getting super clear on what brings me alive and what my zone of genius is, and then delegating everything else or setting up a system to automate everything else right. so that I can really stay honed in on what is my like, where am I actually able to be of the most service when I have, you know, a limited amount of energy yeah. <laughs> as we all do and time and all of that. Um, where am I most effective? Where am I most impactful and getting really clear and honed in on that and then continuing to honor that and be devoted to that and eliminate those distractions or those pools on my energy or leaks of energy um, or just things that drain me. Right. So that I can really focus on like serving my clients and creating things and writing a book and like not much else. 
else, like taking care of myself, right. <laughs> you know, like I can, if, if we can get really smart about the way that we work instead of working hard all the time and strategic, then we can, then we can really get somewhere. So I think that is one of the ways that I do. And another way is through ritual and through really connecting back in with myself consistently and back in with my body consistently and, and really getting clear on my vision and holding that all the time and holding that, holding that like gently, but also fiercely. (laughs) With conviction. Yeah. Yeah. Like with conviction, but also like and, and I surrender it because it already is right. happening, right? right. Like I'm, I'm yes. clear on it. I've placed the order and I can let it go and just allow now myself to be receptive. I think receptivity is also something that is so important and capacity, like having space and capacity to actually receive what we want versus like the Oprah effect of, <laughs> of you know, being like backordered for months. So we're not actually able to, to fulfill the orders that come in when Oprah mentions you on her favorite things list or whatever. I think that's like what the Oprah effect is for anyone listening who is not familiar with that, but like, you know, having capacity to actually receive and hold and handle what we desire when it comes. Usually it's almost like typically what we do and how we operate by default is like, we're so full and busy all the time. We're hustling so hard. We're working so much. We're doing so many things. We're going here and going there. And like, it's, it's a little bit crazy. And we're just so full that the opportunities that we're asking for that we're frustrated aren't yet arriving are like right there two seconds away, but there's literally, it's like, I explain this, like the landing strip is full, like a plane is circling and it's trying to land, but there's no space for it. So it can't. And then you're like, why isn't this plane landing? Meanwhile, you're so full, you're at capacity. You can't actually receive what you want. So I think that's another really important piece of like honoring the feminine and doing this in a different way and being intentional is having space and spaciousness and honoring that so that we can actually be receptive for what we want. So I completely agree with you on all of that. And I love the way that you put it. I would love to hear though, what you would recommend for people who are perhaps earlier on in their business, who are saying, Mm. maybe listening to this and going, well, yeah, but I need to get a website up and I need to create content. And I need to like, there's so many things Mm -hmm. for me to do. And I don't have the resources to perhaps hire somebody yet. Mm -hmm. Do you have, you know, little tips for people in terms of moving more into their feminine energy when they're not able to outsource yet, or they're just really needing to build a foundation for themselves, which involves work, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. That was me for a few years. Me too. I, (laughs) I, I bootstrapped everything. I had, I self-funded everything. I didn't have anyone helping me with anything in terms of like financial investing in my business or supporting me financially. So I, had to figure it out. And that I think has built for me a stronger foundation than if I had had financial help or something in the beginning. However, I will say I've always invested in myself and received support from coaches, masterminds, things like that to be in a receptive mode before I could like 
afford to hire a team or mm-hmm. any of that because I knew that that investment would tenfold pay off every yeah. single time. So I think that's one one thing that I would recommend, even if you feel like you can't afford it, like Make invest it in yourself <laughs> yes, before you before it's too late. Cause usually what people say is, Oh, I wish I would have done this sooner. Right. Yep. Like I wish I would have invested in myself sooner and gotten help sooner so that I didn't make expensive mistakes that would be very avoidable and invest in all the wrong things. I see women do this all the time, especially at the beginning of your business. Cause you're very vulnerable to a lot of marketing and quick fixes and things yes. that if you don't have somebody in your corner saying like that you're running things by and that you're saying like, what do you think about this? And is this worth it? And what should I, you know, should I start a podcast right now? And just helping you manage all of those decisions that can be really tiring and exhausting and overwhelming. Um, You're likely spinning your wheels and not doing the work that is actually important right now in your business. So I think that's one thing. The other thing is when I was in that space, I just tried to focus on, okay, I could do all of this stuff from a place of overwhelm and stress and scarcity, or I can do all of these tasks with joy and devotion. (laughs) Like I could do everything and try to make it as fun as I possibly can, even when it's something I don't really feel Mm -hmm. like is a fun task. Like for example, building a website, right? May or may not be fun for some people. For me, I just tried to think of it like, and approach it from a place of, oh my gosh, I get to build this virtual home for myself, for my business, for my work, that that this is going to be the first impression that people see when they meet me online. So that is fun, right? Like that's exciting. I can get excited about that. What do I want my fonts to be? What do I want my colors to be? What is representative of my essence? How do I how would I, how can I make this feel like someone is really truly meeting me and getting the best first impression possible online? That's a fun, creative little challenge to solve. Yep. So like that kind of thing, I think, and being curious, staying curious about it instead of, well, how am I going to do X, Y, and Z instead asking like, what would be the most fun that I could have when I create X, Y, and Z? I love that little reframe. Mm-hmm. Some of those so things that are reframe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a big reframe actually, but um, yeah, just constantly being aware of like, what's the energy that I'm coming from with this and how can I be more intentional about it as to take the pressure off myself? Mm-hmm. And why, and how does this little thing connect to the big thing, right? Like right. Wh- why is this actually important to me? Cause if we can access that motivation, then we have an endless fuel source of energy to actually do it (laughs) and like get it done and do it from a place of joy and abundance and excitement and enthusiasm, which is contagious and which is exactly the magnetic energy you want to be infusing into everything you create, especially in the beginning before you have credibility and rapport and all that stuff built up. That enthusiasm, I think will take you further than anything else. (laughs) That was exactly the thing I was going to ask you next was about you know, being aware of your magnetic energy and where it is that you're coming from. And I want to know within your business, what does it sort of look like in terms of, do you market a lot or are you more about allowing people to come to you and just putting, I mean, I don't know, we've been talking on this podcast lately about human design and Mm -hmm. depending on your 
human design type, you, I know for me, like I'm more of like, I'll put my messaging out there because I enjoy doing that, but I don't strive too, too much to allow like clients to find me. I just trust that they will find me. Right. Whereas mm. other people are more about taking massive action around, you know, having different advertisements out there and lots of feelers and all the places and things like that. So what does that look like within your business? How much of it is feminine versus masculine? Mm. So I'm a generator human okay. design type, um, like a pure generator. Okay. Yep. And I have like every energy center, like three out of four or something defined. So I've got like a lot of energy, okay. I guess. <laughs> I don't know what, you, what's yours. Are you, I don't even, I was just, I just had a reading yesterday and I can't remember what she told like it's very, very new for me, um, uh-huh. to kind of lean. Cause I kind of resisted being a, I'm a projector, which is like mm. really just allowing for things. And for such a long time, I actually did hustle quite a lot. Um, mm. and so like making that transition, but yeah, I'm actually not sure <laughs> what they are mm-hmm. to be honest, cause mm-hmm. I just don't have it memorized that much. It's something I'm like just getting into and learning about. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I like to think about like every everything that I do, I want to do in a harmonious creation of masculine and feminine. So I don't really think of it as like what percentage is masculine, what percentage is feminine. Cause truly like I want everything to feel balanced. So that's with that goal in mind, I would say for me, I, I make sure that there's a, there's a clear path and a clear experience that I'm leading someone through. And that, that is, that is available to them to embark on. They can get more information or they can go through, they can learn more that that's set up for them. And I set it and forget it kind of. Right. Um, so like funnel stuff, but not like, I think this idea of like funnels has been taken way like people don't even know what it is anymore. They're just like, <laughs> I need a funnel. And that yeah. means this, this, and this, and it's not that. Um, usually there's, so for me and what I, what I help my clients with often is setting up the systems behind the scenes so that most of your generating warm leads is pretty much already set up and done. Right. And then you can just focus on serving those people who come in and continuing to talk about it. And, and so for me, I guess I, I have those systems set up operating in the background. There are things going out consistently on different social platforms and things, but I, when I, this is like a very hard question for me to answer right now for some reason. I'm like, is this what you want to hear? Is this like what you're asking? Um, so I, I'm very consistent. I okay. like post on Instagram every day and I send out two newsletters a week, sometimes okay. one, yep. but like doing that important chop wood, carry water kind of foundational consistent work. That's what's paid off for me over the long term because right there, it develops this no like, and trust factor. It creates an experience for people before they even pay you or consider working with you that they know that you're going to show up for them. If you're doing it for free, you know, if you're already showing up consistently for them, they know that you're going to show up consistently for them in a deeper, bigger way if they actually work with you. So that's one, one thing. I think also I really, if I have something that's launching, I, and really, I try to be so consistent with like covering all the bases. So like Instagram story, I think about 
if someone were to just learn about this, what would they need to know? Right. And then I kind of build that for them. Okay. So like making sure that there's something available for them to dive deeper into, or that there's a clear path toward like a clear call to action, like go do this next, or here's one other aspect of something you might be curious about. If you're curious about this program and you haven't applied yet, here's a client testimonial, or here's this, or here's that to kind of tap people on all the different things that they might be curious about and questions that they might have about it so that they are being educated about the full experience. Even if they don't this round, they might join the next round, but now the seeds are planted for them. So yes, I think, and then sometimes it's like they find me through a Google search and they apply and they sign up and it's like, (laughs) woo. I love when that happens. That's awesome. You right. were actively seeking me specifically out, right? Like, or this work, this experience. So, so does that uh, answer your question? Yeah. Like you're, you are <laughs> taking consistent action and mm-hmm. you are put, like, I like that balance. You're, you've set the structures up for people to find you and you're taking mm-hmm. the, the necessary action for them to have a positive sort of like onboarding experience, if you will, <laughs> or whatever, mm-hmm. turning them from cold leads into warm, but you're doing it in a way that creates ease within your business so that you can focus on more of that feminine energy stuff that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Is that? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I love Perfect. that. Well um, said. And I agree that it's <laughs> well not summarized. like a, yeah, it's not like a, this or that. I think it's more like, um, cause I, I have come across projectors online, especially who like literally, if they don't feel called to take action, they don't. So they'll like mm-hmm. be not, um, like posting on Instagram for like three, four weeks at a time, even mm. though they're still experiencing like 40, $50,000 months in their business. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I believe anything you can get belie- your belief behind is mm-hmm. potentially what's going to manifest for you. That just is going to look different for different people. So it's just sort of an interesting, like, cause all mm-hmm. of it works if you believe it'll work. So I resonate a lot mm-hmm. with what you're saying about being very active in your business and building that trust and having those systems in place and doing it with intention so that you get to focus on the things that you really care about and excel at and are very aligned for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what creates sustainability you know, long term, because there's always a pathway. There's always a bridge that someone can walk over to come closer, to learn more, to be served in some way by my work. And that's really my goal because then I can focus on the other stuff because the bases are covered and there's always that option for them to be like, I'm always creating technically warm leads who, when, then when I launch something, it's like, okay, Right. They were already warm and ready for this and waiting for it. So that's where I feel like a lot of people get into this sort of like feast or famine cycle when they're not doing that important work or when they, when that important work requires too much of them because they haven't set up the right systems Mm -hmm. behind the scenes so that that's just happening. And obviously that requires some work up front and some intentionality up front and some strategy up front. But once that's done. It's sort of like a set it and forget it thing. And then it's like always working for you. And I wish I would have done that sooner in my business too, I will say. So like, if you're listening to this and you're like, do it now, what should I do right now? It's like, set that up and get it going and then focus on what, how you're being called to serve today, you know, right now in this moment. 
Okay. So that's perfect. Cause my sort of last question that I have for you, and I just really appreciate there's been so many like golden nuggets here and I love it. And it's really resonating with me with where I'm at, where like I have worked really hard. I, I launched like over and over and over this year. And mm. I'm just at this point where I'm like, I know this is not what it looks like in 2021. Like I can't. Yeah. So everything that you're saying in terms of really leaning into the feminine and allowing that to guide you, like just resonates so much. I know it will resonate with the audience, but I wanted to ask you if you have any tips for people um, just from your experience and you kind of just gave one there, which was like, set it and forget it, get these structures in place. Is there anything else that comes to mind for you that are sort of themes that come up for you within your coaching and your programs? Oh, so many themes. Okay. <laughs> I'm like what, what else? Um, I think, okay. So many, I think all the time what's coming up is like the, there is going to be resistance when you're doing something worthwhile. Yep. And I think a lot of people make that mean that there's, that there's something wrong. And especially mm -hmm. if you're, if you're looking at things from a place of like wanting to do it more easily and be in flow and do it more feminine approach to your business. Sometimes people make that mean something it doesn't mean and misunderstand that whole equation, I think, which is like, it doesn't mean you just are like a free for all. It means that also in order to, in order to have, in order to have the space and the ability to deepen more into your feminine, you need a stronger container to hold that. And I think sometimes people think, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to be in my feminine. I'm just going to do what feels inspiring in the moment and only do that. And that's sort of this immature, irresponsible, like maiden energy, like a young girl, right? <laughs> right? But if you are actually in your like divine feminine queen sovereignty, yes. that looks like having a clear effing structure for your empire, right? Like a queen knows what's up. She's not like, she doesn't take down the walls to the city and say, okay, everybody, no more rules, no more laws, like free for all, woohoo. And yeah. then like use all of her resources and her army to fight. Like, no, that would be mass chaos. And no, why, why would we do that, right? So instead of thinking about it, like I'm just gonna do whatever I want, whenever I want. I really want women to know that like, if you are operating in a truly divine feminine way, that that looks like being in your sovereign queen, but also having the capacity to move into all these different archetypes within you of the feminine and having yourself be able to be fully expressed in all of them and to know and be discerning about when each is necessary and when each is being called forward. But in order to have a full tool belt, you need to do the exploration about which like actually feel the full expression of all of them and not shut any of them down. You need to be connected to each aspect of yourself as a, as a feminine being. And also then balance that out with some like beautiful masculine structure in, in your work and in your right. life so that you can actually deepen into that even more, um, instead of getting lost in only one mode, which is usually what happens when we're in that sort of like free for all mode. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a common theme that I see 
Um, but there are so many things that I'm like, ah, I just create, like, I'm like always writing down little nuggets on sticky notes from group coaching calls and things and putting them on my wall and then being like, okay, time to record a podcast episode about this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so more nuggets and more advice are on my podcast as well. Like people are curious. (laughs) That might've been a a very open-ended question to something you've created an entire life worth of work around. <laughs> Can you just sum it up in like, you know, three? I wish I sentences? could. No, I wish I could. I, I really do. But I'm like, uh, the, which direction? There are a billion things that I could say. Well, so and you know what I often say to people is like this journey, if you're an mm-hmm. entrepreneur and you're you're going about it the aligned way or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. it's not about, oh, I took this one program or I hired this one coach and then I had a successful business. It's like, mm-hmm. no, this is like this is a lifestyle, like something that this is who you are. You listen to lots of podcasts. You're always taking in information. You're, you're fitting it all together in a way that makes sense for you. Um, Mm -hmm. and so it has to come from just lots of different people and ideas and conversations. And, uh, and that's kind of the beauty of it. It's fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And along with that, I'd also say, I see a lot of people, a lot of women, especially kind of like seeking all the answers outside of themselves and, Mm. and almost overdoing it on intake and input and edutainment. I like to call it, (laughs) um, where it looks like you're doing something productive, but actually you are like overwhelming and overloading and over educate, almost like over-educating yourself in a way that you're not actually implementing or integrating anything or getting anywhere. Right. And so you're just like investing a bunch of money in all the wrong things and not any actual support that's creating like momentum and moving you forward in a really clear way. And so then it's like, then I'm frustrated and then I'm overwhelmed. And now I'm seeking outside of myself again. I think a lot of the work that I do with women is really about helping them reconnect to their own internal guidance system and their own wisdom, and then providing the tools and the space for them to do that. And the community for them to do that within where they can really drop in and feel safe enough to do that work and go deep enough with themselves and to really help them hear their own voice. Um, and of course I, I have things that are best practices that I think have worked really well for me that I've seen work for others, but ultimately it's always running through their own, um, soul alignment, right? right? It's like, that's always the, the goal and the priority. And, and that's why I don't do a ton of, that's why I love the depth and the intimacy of my work because, I don't love a cookie cutter approach. I, mm-hmm. I think that we are all so individual and our, every woman, like the reason I say the business that their soul came here to create is because it's never been created before and right. it never will be created before. Right. So like, how could you put, how could you plop like a cookie cutter blueprint on top of something that is inherently beautifully, perfectly unique and divine. Yep. And then fit it into this too tiny box that you didn't invent because it's just what somebody else said. And usually some guy, right? Like some guy <laughs> said, right? Like, like all the books that we're hearing or all the books that are like the classic books about right. how to be an entrepreneur are like, yep. Oh, from a totally masculine perspective and all the books or all the like biggest names in personal development. Most of them are men, you know, it's just, I'm so over that. And <laughs> me too. it makes me sad when women are like, I'm like, Oh, who do you, 
you know, they're like, oh, do you follow Brendan Burchard? I'm like, actually, no, I do not. <laughs> I have no desire to. Thank you. I think um, things are shifting, though, more towards yes. the feminine way. Of, and, and for guys as well, you know, um, mm-hmm. guys are really embracing their soul's journey into a thriving business. So I mm-hmm. love it. Um, yeah. Where can people connect with you, Emily? Yes, you can find me on Instagram. That's my favorite place to be. And my handle is at Emily Castle Official, Castle spelled C-A-S-S-E-L. You can also find everything about me, my work, my podcast is on emilycastle.com. And the podcast is called Sexy Soulful Success. You can listen to that anywhere that you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, et cetera. Um, And those are the primary places. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I mean, I feel like you've just, there's, I'm, I know that there's so much more that you've got for people in terms of just your insights and how it is that you go about helping people, especially women to, uh, build their businesses. So definitely check out her podcast, you guys. And I just want to thank you for taking your time out and, uh, joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This has been such a fun conversation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Okay. Thanks, Emily. Bye guys. Thank you.